Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Hi, it's 103. We're doing this again. <laughs> With enthusiasm. <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> Great. Moving on. <laughs> this week we're joined by Katie, <laughs> our field reporter. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm good. <laughs> we're, we're taking a very soft, lazy approach to the show nowadays. <laughs> we're going to ease into this one just oh, a little bit. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> marching into spring. Yeah. Oh goodness. <laughs> Somehow everybody got seasonal affective disorder <laughs> in late April. Right. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. How can you be sad while wearing shorts? <laughs> I'm not wearing shorts. I'm also not wearing shorts. I am wearing shorts. And guess what? I'm just a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad too. Stout season is over. <laughs> stout season is never over. I know. It's a lie. <laughs> I feel like people are pushing white stouts now, so maybe that'll be like a spring thing. Hell yeah. yeah. Transition beer. I like it. Hell yes. I'm into it. Take that cold snap, throw it out the window, and replace it with a white stout. Hell Ugh. yes. So I'm Adam. Or just always throw that cold snap out. Do whatever. <laughs> That's Steve. And there then there's Katie. Field and there's Katie. Field Hello. reporter Katie. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> We're all set. Yes. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Katie is back on the show because she is our field reporter and she has brought us three more beers Yay. from another state, commonwealth, or district of the United States. Nice. Yeah. This time it's yep. the District of Columbia. We've got DC beers. Yay. Hurrah. Yes. Hurrah. Mark it off the list of 51 or 52. I forget what we decided on. Well, it was the the 50 states. Right. Mm-hmm. Then we had District of Columbia. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not sure if we were going to try to go for Puerto Rico or not. Right. That might be uh, like a rum show. <laughs> that might be. Or that might be the culmination of the entire podcast. Like if we get Puerto Rican beers. Yeah. Hey, we're done after that. Fair enough. We're yeah. just, you know what? We've reached the peak. I'm... I don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but I might be able to procure Guam beer. Oh, mm, okay. So we could just go full territories. I like it. Hell yeah. yeah. Protectorates and territories. <laughs> <laughs> or we could just do a territory episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. Hop territory USA. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder if there are, or not are, but how many Puerto Rican breweries there are. Uh, there's at least three. Okay. So we should write to them and say, hey. Send us beers. Send us beers. And we'll review them. Right. And we it, and it's all within the United States, so we don't have to worry about international laws or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you just send it FedEx with a bunch of uh, sunflower seeds, and everything's okay that way. What? <laughs> <laughs> sunflower seeds make it sound like there's not beer in there. Oh. <laughs> I hadn't even bothered with that. The I was visiting a friend whenever I got these beers, and... Uh, when I got home, I sent her back some crawlers, uh, mindful, 
Senderlands. I don't remember what else. But, yeah, no, I just stuck them in a flat rate and sent them. Yeah. I didn't even bother masking it. Yeah, I mean, if you pack it yourself, FedEx and UPS and DHL, you can all send things that way. And it's not illegal. It's just frowned upon. They won't take it if you try to pack it with them. Oh. I did not know that. Yeah. But it's highly illegal to send it to the po- through the post service. So don't do that. I did, don't. I yeah. didn't do that. Right. I'm just yeah. I'm just saying for listeners, listeners out in the world who are thinking about getting into trading and sh- and or just shipping beer, it's frowned upon for the other ones. But yes, and there are couriers out there that will you know curry. Yeah. Well, alcohol. that's that's because they have licenses. Correct. You know, like the those carriers have licenses to ship. But the USPS doesn't have a license or whatever. I don't know what the reason is, but it's just super illegal. Yeah, so it, don't do I'm it. pretty sure it's just the man coming down on us. Yeah, because when you get it through Tavor, it ships to Harrisburg, I think, for us. And then there's a private shipping company that'll bring it to your door. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. Q, QCS, QTS, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Quick yeah. time service, I think. Yeah, and they have a special license for sending mm-hmm. beer around. So, yeah. Yes. That's how that works. But let's move on. To the first beer of the evening. Katie, why don't you introduce it? Okay. So this is Atlas Brew Works Dance of Days. It is a citra and mosaic pale ale. It is brewed by the Atlas Brew Works LLC, Washington, D.C. And we have 5.7% ABV, 30 IBUs. So you, you may survive. I might. I will persevere. 4 SRM. Oh, going to be nice and light. Oh, here we it's go. It's a pale ale. <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> Pair with uh-huh. sharp cheddar, Ooh. pad thai, Ooh. house shows. Huh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to make of that. So house the, shows as in like back in the days when your friend had a shitty band and you went to see that shitty band and there's like four other shitty bands playing all in the same party house of like a latchkey kid whose parents went out of town all the time. Oh God, I went to so many of those, but that's not what my brain thinks of when I think of house shows. Okay. I think of house music like oomps, 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 oomps. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That Could crap. That too. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. The shitty Beatles. It's not just a clever name. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Revolution Summer Hardophone. There's a lot of words on this can. The Revolution Summer of 85 cranked out voices of vindication that echoed DC's punk days of yore. No, this is definitely going to the, the bad kids house. Yeah. <laughs> Devoid of debauchery and incited with idealism, local bands turned up the volume on creative protest with music at the heart of the movement. Hmm. Okay. So we're drinking this with bad brains, and that's so about it. DC was partying bad to tear down and that wall. Black flag. And Dave Grohl will be there. And Fugazi was also DC too, I believe. Was it? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Relatively short. I say Black Flag was just touring back then. They were not DC based. I don't yeah, they think. were. Were they really? Yeah. Why, would I, why was I thinking they were West Coast? Mm, I don't know. Well, I think that there was a time that they lived out on, at least Rollins lived out on the West Coast. Maybe that's maybe, what I'm Maybe of. it was that Rollins was from D.C. Henry, that's not what Seth. I'm thinking. Right. <laughs> Henry Rollins is an American hero. Seth Rollins is from Davenport, Iowa. Thank you very much. Why do you know you, that? I because you watch wrestling and they, they announce it every time he comes out. <laughs> and I believe that's also the home of Iowa University? Like University of Iowa? Could be the home of Boy. Iowa University. Could also be home to Slipknot. <laughs> Maybe who knows? Well, the Slipknot is from Iowa. No, I, I, just I don't agree know if with they're that. From Davenport. Slipknot um, is touring this year. They yeah. sure are. 
<laughs> wow. I don't know. I don't get excited for <laughs> fucking music anymore. <laughs> oh. It's all emptied out. <laughs> it's just a, a just a husk of what it once was. I mean, I've seen everything, I think. No, there's something else yeah, out I've, there. I've seen everything that I can that I want to. Like, I never got to say ACDC. That is the one regret that I have. That's about, I think that's about it for me. I yeah. would see the Rolling Stones just to do it, just because yeah. it's so iconic. Yeah. Mm. I saw them twice, I so would, I'm done. See, I haven't seen them. <laughs> I would do ACDC. Zeppelin's obviously never going to happen because some people are bastards. They happened once in 2009. Uh-huh. And that was it. The Beatles? No. Zeppelin. Oh, Zeppelin. 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 I was going to say. Hi. I don't think the Beatles yeah. are getting back together. No. I feel like there's a few things impeding that. Yeah. <laughs> Holograms. Bring them back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Could do a Beatles Tupac mash. Yes. <laughs> All right, we're stopping the show. No. Drink beer. <laughs> we're not stopping the show just for a Beatles Tupac mashup. <laughs> what? Give a shit about that. <laughs> well, that maybe some of us do. Awful. So bad. That'd be awful. Fantastic. <laughs> Just go on bestofbooty.com. I'm sure there's some mashups on there already. Probably. Best of boot. I don't know what that is. It's, it's a it's a mashup website. It's all for mashup music and stuff. Hmm. DJs. Yeah. DJs put their stuff up there. Like DJ Morgoth. DJ Morgoth? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We'll, we can get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> And the eight dozen DJ Tanners that are out there. Oh God! Shut up. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I don't think you're right. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm far more entrenched in DJ culture than you are. <laughs> okay. There's marshmallow. And... <laughs> wow. I didn't realize that was a person until like two weeks ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just always saw it on my radio. I was like, "What is this marshmallow thing?" <laughs> so you really can't see too much through this. It's kind of. It's a little bit hazy. Surprising it's, how yeah yeah, but it does have that it does have that pale four on the SRM. It's yeah, not very dark at all. It's a little bit hazy. You can't see too much through it, but it's not a juice bomb New England IPA no. style. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, it's got a little little fruit on the nose. Yeah, a little fruity hoppy. I'm actually getting more fruit than hop. Same. You gonna live? I I, I will personally. <laughs> Adam shall survive. Yes, I've done it before. I can do it again. Yeah, right on. It's really mild. Yeah, it is. I mean, 30, so. Yeah, this beer is pretty mild. It's it's nice, easy, it's drinkable. I can see why it's like a house show drinking beer. It's not too offensive in any way. It does have a, a kind of a, a bitter uh, back end. Yeah, I'll agree bit. with that. It's uh, it starts out nice and nice and citrusy, mm-hmm. but then it it's got that bitterness to it. It does have a bit of a bitter aftertaste as well. It does have a bit of the the residue. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it hangs in there. It's it's not, you know, just anger-inducing, but it's there. <laughs> well, then I don't know how it goes with house shows. <laughs> it's supposed to be anger-inducing. I don't know. Kids these days don't listen to anything hard. They just like to stare at their phones and shuffle their feet. So. Well, yeah, that's what the Xanax is for. Uh-huh. Kids are just slamming Xannies and shuffling around to the music with no melody. <laughs> mumble rap everybody sucks uh. <laughs> i'm old and everybody sucks and i'm right back in my day we had jay giles band we're and grand funk don't have that anymore jay giles is dead wow we're going full curmudgeon here <laughs> never go full curmudgeon <laughs> adam was moshing to freeze frame oh my god 1995 i'm a centerfold man myself <laughs> Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Moving on, segment one. <laughs> News, notes, and neat. 
Jake Hells is dead. That <laughs> is it wasn't that Jesus neither lizard. news or neat. <laughs> we don't have Kurt Loader to tell us these things anymore. So that's right. Goddamn kids. And took away our Kurt Loaders and our Tabitha Sorensons. <laughs> you can all go kick rocks. I'm sick of you. <laughs> There's nothing right in this world anymore. Uh, so what do you got for news, nose, and neat? Okay, so quick one. Penn Brewery is going to can beers. Ooh, Yards ooh. is going to can beers. And Brew Gentlemen are going to can beers. Not much really to say about that, it's other just, than that those breweries are now joining the, the trend of canning beers. Can and, I assume, limited distribution. Probably. Well, I mean, Yards is pretty big distro. Well, so yeah. You, you can expect to see Yards. Brew Gentlemen, being that they've never really done anything but growler fills before, mm-hmm. that's completely new. And then Penn will probably just replace... All their bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Replace their bottles, which are cans. The Brew Gentlemen is super exciting, though. You might be able to get in Market District instead Definitely of driving two fucking tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw Mindful. Mindful is canning and mm-hmm. distributing. Mm. I saw them the other day. Hmm. Up on a shelf next to Helltown. It was a good day. Oh yeah, Helltown's <laughs> out and out and about in the world now. Yeah. So I wonder that helped. That happened while we were doing like interviews and such. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we were out and about in the world. Well, we were out and about. I but, take for granted what people don't know. My friend texted me like two days ago, and she was like, "Helltown bought Rivertown." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. And, and she was like, "Why well, didn't know?" And I'm like, "Oh, huh. sorry." Well, by the way, Helltown bought Rivertown. <laughs> Well, sounds like your friend needs to subscribe to the Op Nation USA podcast. Found on Stitcher, Podbean, <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> and Google Music Play, <clears throat> and Spotify. <laughs> so she can stay up to the minute. <laughs> every, every Friday. Every Friday. Just search Op Nation USA. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was my quick little one. Okay. Adam? Uh, so I'm going to be a little more not so quick. Uh-huh. Obviously, the Game of Thrones oh, uh, television show is is out and about. Yes, uh, it dis- came back. Yes, it's displacing Bob Berger's reruns mm-hmm. on Sunday nights. Blasphemy <laughs> for some people. For, apparently, for some people. <laughs> yeah, I don't even get HBO. I, I've never watched a, an episode of the show. Neither have I. Not Bob's Burgers. That that is a delight. But Game of Thrones. I have. So nobody flip out that there's a whole bunch of people here that haven't watched it because people seem to have a stroke over that. Mm-hmm two things that anger people violently is when you say i haven't watched game of thrones and when i tell people i haven't watched star wars people yeah lose yeah. their damn minds that's yeah that's got they all have the those strong feelings oh, yeah. same with ricky rick and morty yeah yeah rick and morty people like will tell rick you and about morty but yeah. i'm not preachy about it right yeah. but there are preachy people about it so you, yeah no but the uh the game of thrones uh television series is in its final season uh-huh. Uh, and of course, there is an official brewery for the Game of Thrones television series. That is Omegong. Yes. They're out of Cooperstown, New York. Uh, and I read an article, but they talked with uh, one of the uh, management types over there at the Omegong, and they talked about what kind of impact the TV show has had on the brewery. And they gave some numbers. Apparently, the Game of Thrones beers, if you are not in the know, uh, every year Omegong uh, provided a one-off beer for each season of the show. I think they did a little more than that, but... I think they had them for like each house also. Yeah, they they did. Okay. Yeah, they did a they did a couple ones, but you're right, they did do one for every season. Mm-hmm. But I also think they had a, a couple more side projects as okay. well. Okay. Which yeah. So yeah, yeah. so, so for the few of them. for the yeah. Game of Thrones, you know, series of beers, mm-hmm. uh, it had an impact of of over a million dollars annually wow. to the brewery. Neat. Uh, and in some years, it was up to twenty five percent of their total sales. Jesus, was from those beers themselves. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, and so obviously with this being the last year, uh, they're looking forward to what they're going to do after the Game of Thrones series is complete. And they are done brewing the Game of Thrones beers. They're done. Right. Uh, they're going to lean more onto the IPA side. Uh, they're going to try to roll into their Brute IPA and their mm. New England style IPA. They're hmm. uh, neon rainbows. Uh, hmm. Haven't had it. I might. I might. What I found most interesting was the amount of beer that has been pr- produced by Omagong has actually gone down in the last three years. Okay. It has gone down by over 20% huh. in total barrels, which I find very interesting because I've seen them more and more. Yeah. Well, I also think you're seeing more and more of the Game of Thrones ones. Exactly. Because I, I don't... It's harder and harder to find, like, Rosetta, mm-hmm. but I see the the bombers of whatever Game of Thrones thing is right. out. So, right. yeah. so they, they have that exposure, but they don't have the uh, the numbers. Sounds like they need to pick up another license. <laughs> is Eastbound and Down still up and running? No. All right. <laughs> and I, I don't think you can... Eastbound and Down is not exactly a classy show. <laughs> so Letterkenny's out, or... Letterkenny, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they would have to come from a, uh, a Canadian brewery, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we'll, uh, we'll get them hooked up with five paddles. Okay. They can hang out with five paddles or really just the fact that they talk about puppers all the time and they just do the puppers <laughs> brewery <laughs> that works too that works too so yeah that was just kind of interesting what kind of impact that one uh one little television show will do with a brewery little quote quote <laughs> <laughs> little show probably somehow related they probably only have so much brewing space and if they're dedicating it to game of thrones beers then they're not able to produce and right. consequently distribute something because i think those game of thrones are those are always big, big beers. They're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're always big. They're always complex. Yeah. Some of them are aged. Some and of them aren't. The, uh, the last one that they, they produced has been aging for 18 months mm-hmm. in preparation for the last season. Yeah. Oh, uh, it, it, you know, it had wine barrels and you know, bourbon barrels and yeah. all that stuff. So they, they, really, uh, they really went for it on the last beer, which makes complete sense. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. You know, you're not just going to put out a shitty cream ale and call it good. Only right, <laughs> a lot of people would still buy it. Some, some people have put out <laughs> shitty cream meals and still called it good enough. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I guess they kind of need a new license. I think mm-hmm. they they need to find a new hot show, <laughs> whatever that may be, whatever it is. I don't know what's unpopular. That's like <laughs> risky though. Like if that's what you do over and over again, and you're basically yeah. typecasting yourself, mm-hmm. so to speak, as as that. But yeah. you know what? That that also differentiates yourself because there's no other brewery that really like grabs onto licensing like that like the terrapin they put out um a walking dead beer called oh, lucille yeah. mm-hmm. but they only really did one or two right they, they did they did uh, a blood orange uh beer an ipa and then they did the lucille which was like a porter aged on three different woods that you make out of baseball bats right. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it was a real it was a real negan themed beer i but see they, what you did there yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah but they didn't become the you know, right. Walking Dead Brewery. Right. And it yeah, also made sense terrible. because Walking Dead Films. In Georgia. Right. So, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no, there's nothing. I can't really think of any other, um, like, collaborator like that. Mm-mm. Like, Three Floyds is the only other one that differentiates themselves with all the heavy metal collaborations they do. Yeah. Right. But that's slightly different. Slightly, yeah. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that's how they differentiate themselves. Mm-hmm. You know them as the heavy metal brewery because right. they do Cannibal Corpse and Pig Destroyer and... I forget who else. I forget who they did recently. They might have just did Pig Destroyer again recently. <laughs> <laughs> if it was good ones, it can be good again. Yeah. Well, I think Pig Destroyer has a couple. I think Cannibal Corpse has a couple. I think. Mm, okay. Yeah, so, huh. yeah. 
but yeah and then they also host dark lord day which is a metal fest Mm -hmm. so yeah makes sense they're known as the heavy metal brewery at least to me (laughs) (laughs) oh you're drinking more i will drink more wow uh just a nip so what else you got steve um let's see 7-eleven is going upscale how i saw that uh they're basically just going to become a sheets or a wawa oh they bringing food in yeah, they're bringing in well, like food that they make on site. Right, they're they're kicking out the hot dog roller. Or kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the other thing, craft beer related, that they're doing is they're going to offer a growler fill station. Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be yeah. awesome. I'm very curious how they're going to control that. I don't know. They're, it's a it, it's kind of like the first one they're doing, so they're launching it in Texas. Yeah, there's other states with easier alcohol distribution mm. laws than ours. I'm looking not at you, Louisiana. <laughs> not everyone's full of Quakers. <laughs> also, 7-Eleven is from Texas, so that's where their test... Are they really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like quote-unquote test kitchen would be. A mile <laughs> yeah. from the original store or something like mm. that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, look for upscale 7-Eleven with craft beer coming soon. Or like, just go to Sheets where there's already <laughs> craft beer. <laughs> yep, definitely possible. Also a handful of geckos and... Yeah, geckos and I'm sure Wawa. We don't go that side of the state, but I, I can imagine. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if Speedway The only time it. I go to Wawa is in Jersey, and I don't know what Jersey does with beer. Jersey's weird with beer. Yeah, I don't know. Can't remember if I've ever seen that. Jersey's weird there. with gas. Jersey's, Jersey's weird with gas too. Jersey's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I didn't want to say it outright, but but yeah. I married. And in, it smells. I married into New Jersey, and it's weird. And it smells. God bless them. Why can't you make a left turn? <laughs> no, we got the roundabout. <laughs> Or the jug handle. Jug handle. Their jug they, handles. They don't they do roundabouts. Do roundabouts. They do jug handles. I don't know who does. Does anybody in America do roundabouts? Colorado does roundabouts. Yeah. Okay. Roundabouts are the best. Yeah. We have one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a mile and a half from my house. Mm-hmm. It's real nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we got two. Uh, Where's the other one? One in Rochester. Oh. Uh, that's right. I did know that. Everybody's super happy for that super local reference. <laughs> <laughs> they know the Rochester roundabout. <laughs> These guys know everything. Let's clarify. That's not New York. <laughs> yeah, not New York. <laughs> no garbage plates were found at this roundabout. <laughs> garbage plates are the best, though. Um, so I have news. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Amazon is pushing alcohol lobbyists into D.C. Like DC literally? Episode. Yay. They are hiring a whole bunch of them. Oh, they, like they're just shoving them in. Yeah. And they have budgeted quite a few million dollars towards the uh, oh. paying of them and probably also paying of congressmen or whatever because they want to be able to distribute more alcohol via Amazon. So I guess they had a wine thing that kind of flopped a little bit i I wasn't really too familiar with it but now they want to be able to excuse me distribute not like your budweiser's and stuff they want to be able to distribute your local craft beers so you know if you've got a favorite brewery you found somewhere in minnesota maybe you could pick it up in florida that kind of a thing that would be nice it would make sense i don't know i feel like on one hand like you're kind of taken away from small business because you're taken away from your small business distributors Mm mm-hmm and on the other hand you're creating a huge market for small breweries so yeah it's 
good and bad i think yeah i guess it all depends on how that works within state laws because for a while pa had laws where like you couldn't import anything mm-hmm. like even though i had bought some stuff <laughs> right and i wasn't supposed to like i'd bought beers from rogue and then i found out years later that you're not supposed to be able to do that and i was like no i don't know nobody told me <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, it, it might be because, like, so we were talking about Levante and their delivery service that mm-hmm. they have currently, yeah. and they only ship within PA. So maybe when it comes about, uh, Amazon will have it more narrowed locally. Yeah, because what I don't want is I don't want them to have warehouses full of beer, and it just sits there for months and months. Uh, I think that's going to happen anyways. I don't like that. But it's probably what the beer that will probably sit will probably be things like Stone IPA. Mm-hmm. So anything that's already on a wide distro, you know, because like you think about what uh, Amazon sells now, they have like pop tarts and all that kind of shit, mm-hmm. all, all that you know, non-perishable goods that are on the wide scale that everybody knows, but you can't get certain things unless it's coming from a specific seller on Amazon. Gotcha. So I think it's going to have to be that breweries are going to have to join. Like smaller breweries mm-hmm. are going to have to join and become sellers on the Amazon marketplace, and then that's how you would get things like Grist House and uh, Hitchhiker. Whereas things that are already already close to a macro level or a regional macro level, like Stone, or maybe even Avery, or I almost said Green Flash, but that's that's <laughs> no. Yeah. But you're in years past Green Flash, right? <laughs> but things like that, those are probably going to be sitting in Amazon storehouses. And they're going to sit there forever. Right. And you're going to get, like, skunked fucking IPAs out the yin-yang. Well, I won't. Well. Yeah. (laughs) You won't, and I won't, because I want to buy stone online. I would just go to a store. (laughs) I want it now. Yeah. Not two days from now. Yeah. If it reduces the obsession with can-release lines, I'm for it. It probably will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think this is something I can see a lot of breweries getting behind because it would help combat the hyper localization mm-hmm. but uh otherwise meh, I, I, I take it or leave it <laughs> I, I drink enough local right now i don't like i don't know i don't feel a need to get out into the marketplace unless i'm trying to hunt down like a heady topper or you know whatever is popular on instagram spotted cow we'll just say spotted yeah cow. that's spotted cow. popular yeah but it's just like things like that and if i'm hunting down those popular things it's probably for the show right it's not usually for myself right. or even. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Yeah, we'll have to keep tabs on that. Yes. Okay. Well, speaking of tabs, this one's popped on the Atlas. Whoa! <laughs> on the Atlas Dance of Days. The Citra and Mosaic Paleo. What has everybody thought? I like it. It's not aggressive. Which is a bit ironic for being taken to house shows. Right. It's also interesting because the can's all, like, bright and again this is back to kids suck <laughs> the can's all like bright and colory yeah it's like it's not offensive it kind of tells you it's like oh it's just like hanging out in the summer yo having a good time not going to house shows popping zannies and hanging out with your friends playing Fortnite. <laughs> oh god <laughs> what <laughs> what happened to you i don't know i don't know register <laughs> on my twitch stream <laughs> we could do that for the show let's not okay that's fair <laughs> <laughs> that's, that was an easy convince i honestly don't know if you're allowed to drink on twitch because that's what i would just want to do i just want to play modern warfare and drink on twitch <laughs> just yell at 12 year olds <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then that's how you get in trouble too <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I, for what the beer is, yeah, it's not bad. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for what it is. For what it is. For the style. For the style. For the style. I get it. Uh, I just wouldn't get it. Right. That's it. But you'd be willing to try other things from Atlas because this didn't disappoint you. Correct. It is it's not. Like, it's not bad. No, it, it is nothing against the brewery whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they did is well-crafted. Yes. It's just they're, they're trying to, to sell a knife at a spoon store. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I am the spoon store. Yeah. <laughs> you could have also said you're at the leftatorium or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I like it. And it's something I would definitely choose to drink at a house show rather than PBR. So, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that action. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> if this was, if somebody bought a, had a big cooler full of this, you know, at a house show, I'd probably drink this over PBR. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a fine drinker. It's fine. This to me is like Sunday afternoon, all the windows in the house open, sitting on the couch, watching baseball, drinking beer. Mm hmm just like chilled not not house show to me yeah this this beer is not punk it's like tailgate beer is what it is yeah and it's a higher class of tailgate beer and it's 5.7 so you could you could tailgate a few of them Mm -hmm. yeah so it's it's green day post-american idiot wow not pre-dookie right wow okay yeah tell me i'm wrong <laughs> that you're not wrong but like that's insulting it's, it's not a bad beer <laughs> but you know what i mean because that's kind of where the switch was well actually it happened before that we're not going to get into that conversation <laughs> but <laughs> whatever I'm, all right i'm done i'm not going to hard on musical references mm. today mm. yeah no it's good it's good i don't i don't have the enough of a background in green day to really say one way or the other this is care. green day touring with blink 182 mm-hmm. this is you tailgating that show ah okay <laughs> yeah. right before they go on at uh, the icy light amphitheater <laughs> oh goodness and they remember icy light amphitheater and the rochester roundabout <laughs> they know all the things i remember seeing the scorpions there that was a good show <laughs> old are you <laughs> we've gone over this adam is 75 and a half <laughs> oh, <my laughs> the opener was cinderella yeah. oh that's not better no no it's way better no uh, brett michael Pete. show up for a guest appearance <laughs> guys i'm from here <laughs> it roses this men and eyeliner just no <laughs> just no <laughs> just no if you're thinking no all right, well, I'm going to take off for the rest of the segment. I'm going to go listen to some old school Cinderella. Hope you don't mind. I'll be back for segment two. Adam's going to go organize his rat albums. <laughs> <laughs> Striper, how'd you get in there? Get out. All right, we'll be back. Go on, winger, get. <laughs> winger, oh my God. Join us May 11th for the third annual North Hills Homebrew Fest at the Pittsburgh Shrine Center Picnic Pavilion. Homebrewers from around the area will be featuring their best beers for you to taste while competing for the grand prize of having their beer brewed and served at Penn Brewery. The event will feature raffles, auctions, painting with a twist, food from Vagabond Tacos and Oakmont Barbecue, a live homebrewing demo by Kegel Brewing, and a live podcast by us, Hop Nation USA. Tickets are $35 for VIP, $25 for general admission, and only $5 for designated drivers. Proceeds go to benefit the Shriners. Purchase tickets, or if you're a home brewer, get your entry form at SiriusShriners.org. Just click on the events tab, and we'll see you on the 11th. 
Welcome back, Hop Nation. This is the actual episode 103. Actually. Actually. But yes, we're talking DC beers. Yeah. District of Columbia. Yo. Uh, Washingtonians. Washingtonians? Yeah, Washingtonians. Washington, D.C. Yeah. You guys want to go down there now? <laughs> Washington Nationals. We'll go down Washington Nationals game, then we'll go up and we'll get some of that crab bake. Crab bake? What the hell is crab bake? I don't know. It's like something in Maryland, I think. Okay. <laughs> Just stick with Old Bay. Everybody knows Old Bay and Maryland, is, you know, they come together. Yes. Yeah. But no, the the, uh, the District of Columbia, taxation without representation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, Home the of the taxation. <laughs> yes. So much taxation. Home of the presidents and that big dick memorial. <laughs> big dick memorial. <laughs> Nixon has no memorials there. No, no, the big one. It stands oh, by L- the pool. Oh, LBJ. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was that was well played. Usually we don't get too much political into this show, but you know DC beers will be a little you know lenient. Uh, LBJ was a real piece of shit, except <laughs> for the way he was a piece of shit to people. Old Jumbo coming out to play. Goodness gracious! And take meetings while he's on the pot. That's hilarious. <laughs> Getting business done. Yeah both ways <laughs> i gotta crush this one out follow me in <laughs> oh man so the second beer comes from dc brow and it is the pen quarter porter it's a limited re- re- limited release it is a limited release a robust porter see i got through pen quarter porter pretty easily but then the yeah tie, then you, just yeah props for that my tongue tripped <laughs> it's a very lincoln-esque hat well, that's because the Penn Quarter Porter is based off Penn Quarter, which is where Ford's Theater was located. Oh. Yes. Yes. And you can still see his hat and coat there today. I'm a shitty American because I've been there and didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. But uh, yeah, it's an old theater. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> and an old hat. And an old hat. Go and to the Hollywood. Coat. It's the same thing. <laughs> I've seen plenty of old coats at Goodwill. I don't need to say anymore. <laughs> that one probably doesn't even fit. Yeah. Uh, but this beer is 5.5%. And it's got 40 IBUs. And it's supposedly falling in between the realm of a, a light porter and a stout. Wait. Right in the pocket. Strong porter and yeah, a stout? No, no. Like a lighter porter. So like... You know, like this is five point five percent. Oh, so a lighter porter would probably be about four percent, but a stout would be about six percent. Gotcha. So, yeah. Does, does it taste good? That's what I'm worried well, about. Well, that's here. what we're getting to. Right. Uh, apparently, it's supposed to have chocolate notes though, yeah, oh. and a little bit of roast. Oh, okay. Also, according to the limited release can, it's meant to be served in a tulip or a goblet. Oh well, sorry, Steve. I don't care. You uh, you don't get the the tulip glass this week. More, more. Looking at it though, looks like a porter. It does. It smells like a porter. What I find very interesting, looking at the head, it has a very interesting color to it. It does have like a tinge of a red. Yeah. yeah. Almost like there might be raspberries in it, but there's I don't think there are at all. You would think that would be something that they would tell you about. Yeah, I think it might. If I had to hazard a guess, there's supposedly some roasted malts into it, so maybe some roasted malts mm-hmm. added like a red tinge to it in mm-hmm. some way. Yeah, okay. that could do it. But, uh, yeah, looking at it, otherwise, aside from that little bit of redness on the head, looks like a porter. Mm-hmm. It's uh, more opaque than I expected, because going back to last episode, 
technically last episode right <laughs> yeah the, the dry irish stout we had it had a little bit of translucence to it to where we could see red tinges through mm-hmm. the, yeah you can't really see much bending the light against this one so yeah not very syrupy on the nose i do get a bit of that roastiness though i'm definitely getting the chocolate on the taste i get the i get the roastiness again i don't know if i get chocolate that much chocolate more on the nose than the taste mm. it uh so I can smell it. Yeah. On, on the backside, I get some of that as well, some of the chocolateness. Uh, it's not a particularly uh, thick beer, is it? No, no, it's not. It's not syrupy at all. That's why they called it a border. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely not not stout consistency. Mm-mm. Actually, I think somebody was shooting for a stout, and it came out too thin. <laughs> and the marketing department got involved. And that's right. <laughs> and then they called it a limited release. Why? Because re- we weren't going to mess up twice. <laughs> not going to do it again. <laughs> well played, DC Brown. Well played. <laughs> you catch the right light on it, you can actually see a ton of red. Like I'm, look- yes. I'm looking at Adam's glass and like yes. the way that the light's coming. They must be Camps fans. <laughs> Goodness! I'm gonna rock the red. Boo! Agreed. No talking hockey. I, I only have hockey's over. <laughs> I only have one thing to say. I'm just glad we're not Tampa Bay Lightning fans. That too. <laughs> Ooh! They lost 16 games in the regular season to get swept. Yeah. You poor bastards. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of idiots. Winners in their hearts. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? That don't win cups. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, otherwise, I, I don't know. I like this beer. Mm-hmm. It's got a nice roasty flavor to it. I do get a little bit of that chocolate on the back. I can dig on it. Yeah. Very diggable. Very diggable beer. Diggable beer, DC Brow. So what do you say we get a little bit into the history and the goings-on of DC breweries? Yes. Let's do it. Currently, there are 16 breweries in Washington, DC. Itself proper. Games the Lightning Proper. Lost. <laughs> proper. Yes. There are plenty of other breweries outside of that area. Oh, yeah. We might talk a little bit about them. A little them. bit. Yes. Fairfax and Arlington are hit hard. Yeah. Hard. But uh, uh, there are 16 proper, and 13 of them are carrying the independent brewer's seal. Very nice. Yeah, so that's probably a better ratio than everywhere else. I don't... <laughs> ratio winners. Yeah, they win. <laughs> they don't have the most, but they do have the most <laughs> independent brewers, I guess. But let's jump back to pre-prohibition so the largest brewery that was pre-prohibition was the Christian Herrick Brewing Company, and it was opened in 1872. It was pretty much just another one of those German lager, you know, <laughs> neighborhood, yeah. the neighborhood bakery type. Yeah, guy from Germany came and opened a lager brewery, and then it became the biggest one in town. Nice. And that was the biggest one in D.C. Germans are so good at beer. Well, he was good enough that he kept his brewery running from 1872 all the way to 1917. Of course. Very nice. And then Prohibition. Yeah. Uh, But what gets interesting is, so around the time that uh, uh, the the temperance movement was getting traction, Mm -hmm. he did try to stave off a little bit, and he started brewing some low ABV alcohols. Hmm. So he tried to remain open through prohibition, but you know, Didn't eventually, work. yeah, DC just passed a law and said no to oh. everything. So yeah, bastards. So he closed from 1917 to 1933. 1933, the original brewer Christian Hurick was still around. Oh, yeah, he huh. was 75 in 1917. Holy shit! Yeah, so 1933 rolls around and prohibition is pretty much all repealed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, throughout and he was mad <laughs> and he reopened his brewery <laughs> that is good for badass. Him. yeah uh in 1940 he celebrated his 40th year as a brewer 
Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, in 1945, he died at the age of 102 uh, from his injuries suffered in the war. So. Holy shit. <laughs> Wait. Which war? What war? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> See, my new bit is I'm going to steal valor for people. <laughs> no, he just died from being old. All right. <laughs> yeah. He was 102. <laughs> He'd been brewing all his life. <laughs> but yeah, he, he was badass enough that he reopened his brewery. That is baller. That know, is. At the age that he did. I believe his son took over for him after uh, he passed away. Good. And the... Uh, the brewery formally closed forever in 1956. Oh, that's still sad. Yeah. Uh, it closed because of declining sales and because uh, the government was basically going to build the Teddy Roosevelt Bridge through it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then they did. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's a thing that happens. It's a shame. Almost 100 years. Yeah. Yeah. Almost 100 years. Um, so uh, from there, not much happened. <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot going on in the beer scene. Three weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> well, three weeks or 1992. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's when Capital City Brewery opened, and that was the first uh, craft brewery to open Holy shit. in D.C. Hmm. Yeah. In 1992. Uh, then they moved to Arlington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then District Chop House became the oldest in 1997. <laughs> Um, District Chop House, they're just kind of a steakhouse in brewery. Mm-hmm. So more or less everything stays in house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why DC Brow, what we're currently drinking, mm-hmm. is the first packaging brewery to open oh. in DC since 1956. So when did they open up? 2009. Wow. It actually yeah. says that on the can. Not that they're the first, but it's very explicit that it's on the front side. That it was canned yeah. in DC. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah, nobody nobody else had been packaging their DC beers hmm. in DC until 2009. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of the history of where we're at now, and that brings us to 16 breweries, including Atlas. <laughs> so what's uh, what's interesting is well, that's not really interesting, but yeah, in terms of states. Mm-hmm. And District of Columbia, yeah, they're still the lowest. Oh yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> However, I, I believe it was what did you say? It was West Virginia? We talked about this before the show. Yeah, we we're talking before the show. I was doing research to see like who has kind of the lowest amount of breweries, and uh, West Virginia only has thirty-two breweries for the entire state. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So they're just barely double of what DC has to itself. In D.C., I did the math while we were talking, and it is one brewery for every four square miles. Nice. That's not too shabby. No, it's nice. not. That's not even counting the other places that aren't necessarily D.C. breweries, but are just brew pubs yes. and bars. Mm-hmm. Because, to bring this a little bit local, Voodoo has been serving down in D.C. How Yay. so? How so? Well, they took a shipping container and threw it in an empty lot. <laughs> that's awesome it's the most hobo way of doing things i've ever heard i have this image of just like there's a railway going past an empty lot and then they just kick the shipping container (laughs) off into the empty lot and burnt holes out of it this will do yeah this is it this is ours you come to us we're not moving this so so like it was towards the end of march 
that they set up this shipping container and it's actually pretty close to the right proper brewery okay which is another dc brewery okay uh but they've been serving voodoo beers out of a shipping container over the weekends and they're now seeking permits to serve six days a week oh okay yeah. so they don't plan on going anywhere soon but they're just kind of investigating you know food we talked about this with jason sircone about like what's going to be the first uh pennsylvania brewery to you know in western pa brewery to move outside of its own market yeah. right and i think i think i said voodoo is probably one of them and it makes sense well they kind of already have they kind of already yeah. have they moved from meadville to down here right well don't they already have a place down in florida I think they distro to Florida. Okay. I don't know if they have an actual place. Okay. But they're they're cracking the door open. Oh, yeah. And then they also have a shipping container in La- Lancaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. And they're opening a space in State College. That I think they're sense. opening a legit space and not... That makes sense. <laughs> not hobo stuff. Instead of just hoping CSX doesn't catch wind of what they're doing. Right. <laughs> hey, give that back. That's ours. Goodness. <laughs> Where are all those stereos that were in here? <laughs> you know, those, like pack your stuff in like uh, basically a shipping container and then somebody will come and pick it up and move it for you that's like what i'm seeing in my head oh the, uh, the <laughs> like pods you, yes yes the pods it's, that's what i'm seeing in my head you're really not far off it's it's not that big i, I actually don't think it's bigger than a train shipping container i think it's more like a pod size goodness i've been in brewery spaces that are smaller so yeah, yeah. I'm really thinking about renting out. Brew Gentleman's not that big. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking Roundabout as well. Roundabout's pretty, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty small. Roundabout, Hop Farm. Yeah. Hop Farm's a lot more dedicated towards the actual brewing space. Yes. So, yeah. yeah but they're, they're good places. Mm-hmm. Check them out. But, so, yeah. If and when you go down to D.C., uh, just Drinking like, voodoo and ignore yeah. yeah, just <laughs> Be rude. Yeah. Don't tell them that you know what's going on, that you work for CSX, if you work for CSX. Be cool, uh, man. Be cool. But like with almost everybody that works in D.C., uh, you don't you live in D.C. So there, are, of course, are several breweries outside. Uh, it's honestly becoming a bit of a hotbed. Mm-hmm. The, the Nova and Southern Maryland areas, the Burbs. The burbs. The burbs. Uh, one of the uh, most well-known, of course, is Aslan. Uh, they have several locations, several being three that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yes. Um, but they are, are most known for their for their uh, canned beers. They have their, their distribution here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, they're definitely a trade bait brewery. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'll admit even I have been swept up by their uh, Friday Black release. Oh, really? Yeah, or Black Friday releases. They're just like, just pastry stout heaven. Nice. Just grossness, and I want it all. <laughs> My stupid face. <laughs> so they originally started in Herndon. Herndon. Herndon, Virginia. I don't even know how to say that. Herndon. 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 Yeah. You got Spell it. H-R-E-D-O-N. Wait, how'd you spell that? H-E-R-D-O-N. Herndon. No. Her- oh, Her- I missed an N. N. A-T-R. N-D-O-N. N-D-O-N. Yeah. I missed an N. Hernandin. Hernandin. I'm Irish. We just do vowels. I'm not. Mm, now I'm <laughs> out. We do O's and apostrophes. <laughs> we ain't doing that. <laughs> so they have that space uh, is where they started. Apparently what has happened was their original nano brewery expanded to a microbrewery in Herndon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what happened was they moved on to other spaces and their original uh, microbrewery tap room got converted to their canning line. Mm. Oh, cool. So you can buy beer there, 
but you can't buy beer there. You can't get draft. Correct. Yeah. Right. They don't have a tap room there. Apparently, you can still uh, buy beer at the shipping docks. Right on. If you want to, you can go ahead and do that. That sounds cool. Is it also in a pod? Uh, (laughs) No, but it is in Herndon. (laughs) Second question. Way too much fun with that word. Is it like a kind of fish market where there's a whole bunch of big ice bass? That'd be so awesome. (laughs) And guys in knit wool caps in the... Just tossing cases to one another. Oh, goodness. If I had just stupid amounts of money... That's how you would set up your brewery? That's how I would set it up. Just make it look like a fish market. Yeah. Just a bunch of people screaming in auction. And I would love that in my life. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. Just a bunch of like fat dudes like screaming at auction to buy rare yeah. beer. Yeah. And we shut down at 930. Yeah. And you, you got, got to get there at like five in the morning. Right. And you got to haggle with guys. Yeah. And other fit, yeah. <laughs> Somebody has a meat hook for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. It just fits the, it just fits the frame. <laughs> I don't know. Can release it can get aggressive. We're no fish hooks. <laughs> No fish hooks. <laughs> well, not for the public. <laughs> just somebody who works there, just dragging a tuna for some reason. <laughs> oh goodness! So if you actually want to sit in a in a uh, Aslan tap room, uh, you can venture all the way to Alexandria, hmm. which is also in Nova, which is also close. Yeah, <laughs> easy but not proper. Exactly. Yeah, uh, and also. Uh, one of the uh, the jewels of Alexandria is Port City Brewing. Mm-hmm. They are actually award winning. Oh. Uh, they have over, uh, or at least I don't know which one it is. Ten Great American Beer Fest medals. Huh. Mm. Uh, don't ask me for what. They yeah. act. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> she got it. <laughs> You're so smart. <laughs> uh, moments. And they actually have won a medal at the World Beer Cup. Neat. Mm. So they uh, they know what they're doing there. There at uh, Port City. Cool. In Alexandria. In Alexandria. Virginia. Virginia. Not Herndon. <laughs> Not Herndon. So, Katie, you were down there. What's, uh, what was your experiences with the beers and hanging out in that area? I feel like everywhere we went had just a really great draft list. Like, there were a few that were kind of IPA heavy, which, you know, shit happens. But for the most part, like, you could go anywhere and get just great local beers. I didn't have anything that struck me as bad. There was one place that was kind of random almost because it was a asian fusion restaurant but also they did a beer tasting so um we went to a can release and beer tasting um held by the brewery which i don't know if technically they're alexandria but they're also california um yeah the brewery b-r-u-e yeah oh yes okay yeah (laughs) i'm not sure where in california for some reason my brain's saying sacramento but i don't know if that's right but uh they have a a location also in nova and so they did a can release and a beer tasting on saturday and then sunday they were doing a beer share at this restaurant called high side which has just like maybe 15 menu items they're all asian fusion Mm. like some thai food and stuff Mm. and it is teeny tiny little place and it ended up filled with like 40 some people just passing around beer right on. nobody paid for anything it was awesome nice actually and there was one guy there who had spent a lot of time in uh england and he brought some stuff home with him nice that was pretty cool Ooh. the one that stuck out to me was a beer called yellow belly which, oh you got some of that yes <laughs> <laughs> did you know that beer is c- canceled yes yeah so for those of us that don't know what the hell you're talking about, <laughs> what, what is the Yellow Belly and why was it canceled? 
Uh, okay, so the Yellow Belly is a beer from Omnipolo, which was an imperial stout. Okay. And it famously came in a wrapper that looked very similar to a Ku Klux Klan. Oh, no. So, well, hold on. Well, no, that's why it's Yellow Belly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because uh, you're a coward for yeah. hiding your face. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah the, the whole thing is that it was anti-racism. Though. <laughs> it seems like yeah. something you can just kind of avoid altogether. Well, people weren't smart enough to pick exactly. up on it. So. Yeah. But uh, it, it was a black guy that showed up with it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was all meant for, you know, improving race relations. Mm-hmm. And it was called. Yeah. But uh, it, in the end, it actually wasn't anything to do with the, the marketing or anything. It was just they lost the rights to it. They Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, somebody else held the trademark and the copyright in because, again, it's an Omnipolo beer, so it's not made in America. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so somebody else held a trademark for that for some reason. Huh. And then they lost it. And then so the 2018, I believe, is the last year that they produced Yellow Belly. Yep, and that's what we had. I had a... I I kept the jacket, actually. I have that. So I I keep beer labels frequently, so... That's a pretty interesting one. He was like, I'm just going to throw this away. And I was like, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. So, yeah, but uh, overall, it was a really good time. If you're in that area, I think it's actually in uh, Arlington, I think, is where Highside is. It's either Arlington or Fairfax, but go there. On Sunday nights, they do uh, beer tastings and stuff. So, right on. And they have a, a great draft list rotating, and stuff goes quick. Hmm. So. Right on. Sounds fun. Would recommend. Cool. Cool. Well, yeah, yeah, good enough. Yeah, good enough. Yeah, there, there you go, Pittsburgh and other surrounding areas, north in New York. You know the New York Panhandle we talked to, and Ohio we talked to, California we talked to, West Virginia a little bit sometimes, Maryland. They're beer. They're weird. Goddamn West Virginia. I, I we have to do investigative journalism into why they only have thirty-two breweries and why they don't distro any of them into here. Uh, Morgantown is like an hour away. I know. Well, and we have to, and I know that there's breweries there. I know. We have to go investigate. Okay. It's probably <laughs> only because of the college. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm sure that's the only reason. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Otherwise, let's stick to the DC beers for now. Yeah. Okay. DC Brow in the Pen Quarter Porter. It's good. Thoughts? I liked it. I, like I liked it. it too. Yeah, I thought it was a good drinker. Uh, it was definitely. Uh, a good representation of a dark beer, whether it be a porter or a stout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. Would drink again. I like the fact that they called it a porter because it definitely wasn't as thick as what you would expect from most stouts nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it had a nice roasty flavor and it was overall just a, a, a good drinker. Yeah. Yeah. Check plus. I agree. Uh, good, DC strong, bro- roasty. Yeah. DC Brow, you can actually find in our area yeah yes. i saw that the other day yeah. actually mm-hmm. yeah they uh, i think they began uh, distributing up here within the last year or so uh yeah i think it's maybe two years ago because i think they came their distro came with uh brutal beer fest mm. that would make sense because yes. they paired with baroness to do mm-hmm. a beer for beetle for the thing Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the thing. My tongue tripping. With the, okay. with the people so, so and Steve the noises. Is, Steve is out of beer. 
tongue been pa- pounding zannies. <laughs> wow. Damn millennials. We do not advocate pounding zannies while no. drinking beer, by the way. No. Don't no, do that. Don't, please don't do that. Don't do that. Don't the, do anything I The podcast I told us it was okay. No, we didn't. No. Nope. 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 <laughs> At mark one hour and two minutes. <laughs> Let you the clearly show. show. <laughs> Your honor. Play the tape or the laptop or whatever it is. Oh. <laughs> Play the podcatcher and I will... <laughs> Prove to you. Got to get those listens. That we said don't do that because don't do that. Don't do that. So can can we can we kind of doctor not doctor but you know adjust uh, whatever part that is. So we're right in the middle. We can have a plug for our T Public site. Oh. <laughs> is that yes. cool? Yes. When submitting into evidence, I will put the T Public plug in so the court can hear the T Public plug. Well, that's a good deal. I need to check that so out. So they go on tpublic.com slash hopnationusa and buy some t shirts. <laughs> All right. All right. It's, it's time for a break. We'll be back. Segment three. Hey, Slackers. I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse. We host American Slacker, the show that keeps you updated on all of the weirdest news around the globe, along with what's going on in the world of Xbox, music and movie suggestions, and fun interactive games. Every other week, we bring on interesting guests from all walks of life, from filmmakers to musicians, funeral directors to small business owners, and even Jeff Goldblum. What? No. We never got Goldblum, man. Oh, man can dream, can't he? American Slacker Podcast. New episodes every Wednesday. Available on Spotify, iTunes, and all of your smart devices. Or anywhere else, you know, you might happen to cop a podcast. They're downloading MP3s, not buying an eighth. I'm shutting this shit down. That's it. There you go. Washington, D.C., we are highlighting you in episode 103. Actual. Actual. Of the Hop Nation USA podcast. It's your turn, DC, on the Hop Nation USA. On the Hop District USA. Hop District. <laughs> so, uh, for the third beer of today's drinking session, uh, we are bringing something uh, from Three Stars Brewing Company. Obviously, on a six star show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but the stars only had, or the uh, the flag only has three stars, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, that makes mm-hmm, sense. Mm-hmm. So, if it was Chicago, there'd be four stars. <laughs> four stars and six points. Yeah. Because the stars have six points on the Chicago flag. I got, I got it. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was picking it up. <laughs> Broke my watch. That's a Blues Brothers reference. Anyway, <laughs> what we're drinking from three stars is the peppercorn saison. Okay. It is made in beautiful Washington, D.C. It comes at you with 6.5% ABV, 46 IBUs, one of my favorite numbers of all time. And we're going to drink it. Okay. It's a Saison with peppercorns. Cool. This has a possibility of going really well or going very poorly for me. Yeah. Let's find out. (laughs) Saisons are on that short list of I don't trust them. On the nose. On the look. On the look. Whatever. That's fine. Cloudy hazy. It is. Not a bad looking unit though. Nope. Well, it depends because I'm looking look at clearer than ours. Yeah, yours looks uh, kind of strawish. Put your glass. And ours, no, my glass is dirty. Magic glass. Yeah, this glass is dirty. Is it really? Yeah, it is. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying. It's I not. Had it's not two beers out of it. It may yeah. have been clean first. Yeah, I'm just saying it's dirty now. Oh, it's not like 
Okay. No, no, it's not like dirty, dirty. Uh, I was gonna I'm say. just saying it's not. What does it, this smell like? It needed, a, you know, it needed like a, re- a well wash, not just, you know, rinsing it out. I feel like if you wash it with well water, it's not going to get that clean, though. Probably not. There's a lot of minerals in well water. It's true. I drink it all the time. It's damn true. So what you might be finding is hints of grass or coriander. Oh, coriander. Yeah. Hey, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there yeah. actual coriander in the beer or is it, it just smell like? It says hints of grass and coriander. I don't know that it is actually made with mm-hmm. coriander. Mm-hmm. I don't know it that. It smells like some kind of fruit of some sort. I don't, I can't pinpoint it though. I know what you're saying. It does have a little bit of fruity nose to it. It's, yeah, oh, you know what it reminds me of? Juicy fruit. A little bit. Juicy little bit. fruit gum. Although admittedly, I was a, uh, a fruit stripe kid. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, tongue tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> big League Chew, if I just got my allowance. That was me. I was a Big League Chew guy. That makes sense. Or a fruit by a foot sometimes. Ooh, big ballin'. Or bubble tape. Bubble tape, that's what I meant. Bubble Thank you. tape. Nice. Yeah, bubble tape, that's what I meant. Nice. Yep. Let's, uh, let's drink this. For it. Donate it. I don't either. Okay. You definitely get the peppercorn. If I had any gripe, it's that there's not more of it. That would be my grape too. And honestly, this reminds me more of a wit than mm-hmm. a saison. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Not much saison going on. No. Anytime I think saison, I think it's more supposed to be wild. And it's supposed to be like floral. Yeah, floral. And you, you run that risk of horse blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually finding a lot of like honey taste here. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm good with. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with. I, I find it to be a very, very pleasant beer. Almost like a honey ale. And peppercorn on the back end. Yeah, it's fine. There, it, it's, I don't know, I, I kind of want it to warm up a little bit. Then let it. Because yeah. it, it does get like complex on the back end, but up front it's kind of sweet. You know, like you're saying, it's like a sweet honey ale up front. Mm-hmm. But the back end has a lot more like complexity in it. I don't know, there's, eh. Just something on the back end is like... I don't know, nibbling at me that I don't <laughs> it's not, don't love. It's not sitting well. Yeah, just something something I don't love. Okay, but, we'll keep trying. Yeah, maybe we'll pinpoint it. But yeah, it's it's okay. It's drinkable. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> so what do we do while we wait for you to figure out what the hell you're doing? What do we do? Well, let's talk about beers. Oh, okay. But let's talk about presidential beers. Okay. We're talking about D.C., and that's where the president lives, so I'm told. Yes. <laughs> I've the been handed a note. current president? <laughs> Not necessarily. I the thought the current, current president lived in Florida slash New York. That, or his winter homes. Oh. <laughs> it's like the czars when they had a winter palace <laughs> and they had a summer palace. <laughs> Man, I want a winter palace. I know you do. <laughs> where would you put it? I don't care. I just want to have one. I, it could be a shack somewhere. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, exactly. Well, you Can can't we say shack in a palace. shipping container. <laughs> Maybe a, oh, a shipping <laughs> container. That's a thing now. Just ask Pinterest. <laughs> Micro homes. Uh, so Voodoo, get at me. Let me know where you got that shipping container. Ad- Adam's uh, winter palace is he's going to rent out three of those MySpace, uh, like, self-storage <laughs> units. Oh, goodness. One's going to be one for him living in, one's going to be a brewing space, and one's going to be the where he sells his home brews out of it. I like that. Ooh, yeah. Just don't get caught on storage rewards. You'll get in trouble. <laughs> Bunch of profanity. <laughs> Sure hey, they auctioned off my damn bed. 
This is bullshit. I've gone for eight minutes. I just went to go get a hoog. Did you guys read this can, though? No. <laughs> Secretly satanic canned on 16 october 2018 why is it secretly satanic i don't know oh <laughs> this goes right into my <laughs> done it <laughs> so Are if you've paid any attention to the masonic imagery and all the pentagons oh, you can find within washington dc in the planning <laughs> okay <laughs> you can find tons of pentagrams as they yeah. Relate to the landmarks within the planning of Washington, D.C. Thank you, Lafayette. If yeah. any of this is confusing, <laughs> just watch National Treasure. It'll fall into line for you. Watch National Treasure. I'm pretty sure uh, last podcast on the left probably did something on it. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 Or the History Channel. I guarantee, I almost guarantee the History Channel has Mm-mm. done something no, on No. No. History Channel is no. exclusively aliens now. Uh. Now. I'm talking back <laughs> in the day. You got to go back to like 2003. When they were stu- still doing Hitler and the Apocalypse. <laughs> I mean, they, they weren't doing Ice Road Loggers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Try try yeah. PBS if you're looking for something more contemporary. It's yeah. probably on there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there, you, you get all kinds of like cool maps of like eyeballs in places and pentagrams in places and the devils everywhere. Eyeballs. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it's part of the Illuminati. Oh, the pyramid. I, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Got yeah. it. It's all there. I'm, I'm tracking. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> oh, that was... Wow. Eye <laughs> <laughs> <You are> puns. <laughs> but dialing back more into the real world, because conspiracy theories are for stupid people and me. <laughs> Until it's right. <laughs> oh, no, I can do conspiracy theories all day. I work with people who have some... Yeah. There are two people who like conspiracy theories. People who are into conspiracy theories and people who just like listening to conspiracy theories. <laughs> yes. I am the latter. Yeah. That is, it's entertainment. Yes, it is. Speaking of presidents, though, I did once in D.C. get a private tour from some random dude on the street who wanted to explain to me what actually happened to the Kennedy assassination. Hmm. Yeah. To in the, D.C. and not Dallas? Or da- in Dallas. I'm oh, sorry. In right. Dallas. Yeah. No. I was in Dallas and um, I, I really just... I didn't want to go into the book depository. Like, I didn't care that much. I was just like, oh, hey, let's just see where this happens. Like, oh, there's a big giant X in the middle of the street, right, where the shot happened. And this guy sees me and my friend standing there and, like, proceeds to, like, oh, let me tell you what really happened. He's like, the gun didn't, there was no gun in the book depository. It was actually two shooters, but one was over here and one was on the grass, you know, and this guy's going on. And there's, like, a chunk in the concrete on the sidewalk and is like one bullet hit here and then he like gets down into the, literally puts himself in the sewer and he was like he was like because think about it if it came from the book depository it would have come right here into the sewer because the car would have been and like he went on and on and on and like and at we some left point, our friend in the sewer and like i mean i didn't get the sewer my friend didn't get the yeah. sewer just some crazy guy i've never seen before gets in the sewer and he like didn't look homeless like he didn't you couldn't smell him from yeah. a mile away he looked like he'd bathed and washed his clothes recently like i don't i don't know and then like when all said and done he told us his whole tall tale he was like hey, you know he's like I, I do accept tips for these tours and i'm like buddy <laughs> i like you should have led with that i'm like a i don't carry cash yeah because i used to work in downtown pittsburgh i just don't carry cash mm-hmm. just it's right. a habit i don't carry cash i live in the sticks <laughs> yeah and like b this was a really good show. If you'd have led with that, I'd actually hit up an ATM first, but like now we're SOL and I actually have to go. So yeah. sorry. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Good luck. 
always lead. I know a lot of street people out there, you know, they try to sell their CDs and stuff, and that's an obvious business transaction. If you're like this fellow and you want to give secret tours, you have to lead that you are a tour guide. Yeah. You have to lead with that. Gotta let gotta let people know that you are a business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, some dude near the book depository in Dallas explaining what really happened to Kennedy. So if anybody has any questions, then you know seek that out. <laughs> Just go to the sewer and <laughs> yep. yell for Dave. <laughs> You'll see it. You'll see the sewer. It's like uh, maybe halfway down the grassy knoll as you're coming away from the book depository on the uh, right hand side. That sewer. Hmm. Yeah, look right for on. a dude about five six, dark hair. Goes by Dave. <laughs> I don't remember that part. If he says he's Dave, don't trust him. It's too obvious. Dave's or just yell out, man. "Hey, anybody here a tour guide?" <laughs> <laughs> Aside from all that, deals. Presidents. Presidents and beer. Mm-hmm. Back in 2011, the White House brewed their first beer. Yes, they, they did. did. Yes, Barack Obama brewed the first beer on site at the White House. Huh. Yeah. Bonus points. Do you know what the name of it was? No, I didn't know. No, she didn't even know what happened. (laughs) All right. Do you? I do. Okay. What is it, Adam? It was Ale to the Chief. There you go. Wow. That's right up your alley. That's a pretty good name. Yeah. That's as punny as it gets. (laughs) It it had to go through committee or something first. Yeah. It was a honey ale, and they also brewed a uh, separate version, which was a honey porter. Mm -hmm. It was. Honey porter? Mm hmm. Yeah. It was brewed with uh, honey that was made from. like that was collected on the White House grounds. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it was. Do collected. they have an apiary? I think so. I think huh. they have some bees or something. I don't know. Cool. But it was White House honey, and the they even released their recipe. Yes. For homebrewers, mm-hmm. hmm. the the beer is like I said, it's a honey ale, but it doesn't really fit into any specific category. It's kind of a specialty ale because it mixes extract and uh, it, uh, grains, so you can steep it. I believe the recipe that's available is actually for a small batch that you can do on a stovetop. Oh, okay. So it's for like, nice. any, for it's like anybody to do. Mm-hmm. I would do that. Yeah. Uh, I was reading the, the way the beer came about, and it was produced with Obama and the kitchen staff of the White House. And the kitchen staff didn't really have any brewing experience. Oh. So they all just kind of, you know, came together and... <laughs> That's what. That's why the beer doesn't really fit any style. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Well, let's see what this does. So yeah. <laughs> what you're saying is it was a melting pot. There you go. Sure. And oh it came out God. as purely American. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're reaching. A little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. It's actually more of a steeping pot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the first beer that was brewed in the White House on premises. Huh. Cool. And then they, you know, they shared it. A couple of people who received the Medal of Honor, I believe, got to share beer with uh, the president. Very nice. And drink it with him. That's badass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's interesting is that's not the first... Barack Obama wasn't the first brewer president. How so? It's just, well, George Washington, we've talked about, uh, he yeah. had his own he mm-hmm. had his own recipes. And Thomas Jefferson somehow is known as the first microbrewing president. What? Yeah. He, I mean, he was a microbrewer because huh. he brewed a Monticello. Right. But Well, he himself wasn't a microbrewer. He was over five foot nine, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're rolling deep today. <laughs> all right, I'm done. The Saison got him all jazzed up. We know you're not. The Saison got him all jazzed up. It just adds to your charm. It's okay. <laughs> That's all I got going for me. <laughs> so, what you got? Yep. <laughs> 
You got a podcast and a TV show. There you go. That's true. Always throw those out. Most people can't say that. <laughs> that's true. That's, yeah. that's damn true. I yeah. have neither. You're on the well, podcast. Yeah, right you're now. on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my podcast. It's your podcast. Thank you. I'm just blessed enough to be here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Asshole. Yes. <laughs> So, but uh, neither Washington or Jefferson actually brewed in the White House, Mm. as far as everybody can tell. Right. And nobody else brewed in the White House. But I was thinking maybe we could take a little bit of time and go back through the history of presidents and think of beers uh, in a way of Marvel Comics. They have a series of comics called What If? You know, and it's like, what if Wolverine never got his adamantium? Or what if Cyclops had three eyes and instead of one you know mm-hmm. uh, whatever that little visor thing <laughs> wouldn't have worked very well yeah uh, i mean what if spider-man was a pig and that's how you get spider pig spider pig spider peter pig. porker do not this spider pig does <laughs> but uh what if you know such and such president was a brewer and what would they brew mm-hmm. and that's what i've come up with oh. okay it's almost like a mini beater beerify it but not <laughs> i like it. i took this a different direction okay so i garnered it as what beer would they drink okay not what would they brew okay so but but still that's what they would i came up with like (laughs) some of them are specific but i came up with a lot of them oh you did i did okay i mean i shouldn't say a lot i came like four i think okay more than me so So. i only came up with one (laughs) me too I did all that preamble about the honey ale. <laughs> oh, so you're out for the rest of the segment? No, no, no. I got one more. <laughs> I got one after that. But. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. So just to give an example of what I was talking about, I went back and I decided to pick William Howard Taft. Ah. Yes. The only president to serve both as president and chief justice. And get stuck in a tub. And get stuck in a tub. Taft rhymes with draft. <laughs> Taft does rhyme with draft. <laughs> Interestingly, and the reason why we have to call this a what-if segment is because uh, Taft didn't drink. Hmm. He just liked to shovel food in his fucking face. Not not drinks, apparently. Until he got stuck. Until he got stuck. Taft, famously known to be the only president that was also over 300 pounds. Ooh, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, towards He was only 5'11", but towards the end of his life, he's between 335 and 340 pounds. And the amazing part is he's the only one. I have kitchen staff on hand 24-7. I'm getting big. Yeah. You'd think. <laughs> yeah. You'd think. But I, I think that's also why they started that uh, presidential got to go on a run. Right. <laughs> oh. It wasn't just Clinton. Yeah. They started that way before. <laughs> Clinton already had lung capacity. You can't play a saxophone and not have it. <laughs> they also, But they had to take him running because he would stop for Big Macs on his runs. <laughs> I remember that shit. Yep. <laughs> I'm old. I hate this. <laughs> We're all old. Uh. But the beer that I think Taft would brew, if he was a brewer and if he was a drinker, mm-hmm. would be an Imperial Stout. Okay. Because he would go straight for the fat boy pastry times. Ah, that makes obviously. sense. Yes. <laughs> and because he was president from 1909 to 1913, I believe he would try to copy something similar to the, the Oreo Speedwagon or the Prairie Double Dunk. Oh, that's okay. a good one. But yeah. because it's 1909, he would be using Hydrox. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did Hydrox exist then? Hydrox came out in 1908. Oreos didn't come out till 1912. I knew yeah. Hydrox predated Oreos. Hydrox Oreo. first. I just yeah. didn't know. Hail Hydrox. 
I grew up in a Hydrox home. So instead of the Oreo speed wagon, it would just be the wagon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just be the wagon. <laughs> grew up in a Hydrox home. <laughs> Lucky bastard. I grew up with carrot sticks and celery with peanut butter. Thanks, Mom. I had those two. It's ants on a log. That's you get the raisins. Say, yeah, get the yeah. raisins on there. Yeah. I don't like peanut butter. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that sucks. And that's, uh, yeah. That's on you. Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Shit happens. And I figured because uh, Taft was so big that uh, he would be fermenting, he would be top fermenting all of these imperial stouts mm. in all the bathtubs that he couldn't fit in. Oh. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. Very nice. Yes. So that that was mine. I'm done now. Oh, Bye. <laughs> That's it. Deuces. <laughs> So, my president uh, actually served before him, and we're talking about Rutherford B. Hayes. That's that's the reaction is, oh. No, I saw some, a beer called Hayes the other day. Hayes Fraley. That's what it was. I knew it was a pun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beer. It has to have a pun in there somehow. I mean, it's, either it's Kiss or a president. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just I couldn't remember what the beer was. It was Hayes Fraley. It was a, it was a pun. I mean, haven't yeah. you ever seen Gerald Ford with those monster boots on before? <laughs> <laughs> now I want to see Gerald Ford in those monster boots. <laughs> Somebody fire up the, the Photoshop machine. Rutherford. I'll get on it. So we are talking Rutherford B. Hayes, which is the 19th president. Uh-huh. And he is going to be <coughs> brewing a cream ale. Okay. Because it's boring. Right. Wow. And Rutherford B. Hayes is boring is this like a tag team with zachary taylor yes just, are you just taking all the presidents yes. and nobody and james buchanan <laughs> throw polk in there yeah <laughs> polk in there millard fillmore oh i, I forgot about c <laughs> the most the most famous thing about james polk is that's the high school that al bundy went to <laughs> it scored four was, touchdowns he actually there is polk game. county florida oh. they named for him yeah yeah so he is going to be brewing a cream ale with 4.0% ABV. Would it be 4.0 or would it be 3.2? So we're going to get to that. Okay. Uh, we're going to get to that. Okay. So it's going to be 4.0 because uh, it's it's boring. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever gets excited for a 4.0 beer. No. Uh, it's going to be brewed with two row. Okay. And that's it. Right. It's just yeah. full stop. Full yeah, stop. Full stop. Yeah. No No flavor. Cluster hops, no nothing. Yeah, it's like a dash. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta dash it. To, you have to. You have to yeah. dash it. Dash yeah. it to make it beer. Some Safale Sao Five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's your yeast. Yeah. Who cares? And uh, there will be absolutely no no can releases for this. Okay. No releases. The reason behind that is he never actually had a public inauguration. Oh. His inauguration was actually held privately because there was such a ruckus over his election that people thought that. That there was going to be, you know, writing. <laughs> yeah, writing and yeah. murder. Yeah. So they. Duels they, probably back in that day. Yes, 10 yeah. steps turn. Fuck yeah, duels. So they actually. Bring back duels. <laughs> worked out well for Hamilton. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shows you how old I am. Hey, peanut butter sandwiches. Back to the peanut butter. <laughs> nice. Goodness. But yes, uh, it's going to be absolutely boring. No can releases, no nothing. And Good. it's just going to get lost in time. You know why else there wouldn't be can releases? Why is that? There's no cans back then. That's true. <laughs> so, good reason. Uh, you had mentioned the three-two beer. His wife, Lucy, was actually one of the early adopters of the temperance movement. Oh. And she actually Fuck banned. Her. I don't like her. Yeah, she banned alcohol from the White House. 
Boo. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what she became known as was Lemonade Lucy because she served lemonade. Known as a nag. <laughs> Lynchburg lemonade is a much better way to go. Agreed. So what we're going to do is we're going to add some some lemonade to our cream ale. Make it a Rattler. We're going to make it a Rattler. Yeah. It, that way it gets below that 3-2. Mm-hmm. And it might actually be interesting, but it won't be. Okay. And we're going to we're gonna do that in, in honor of Lemonade Lucy mm-hmm. and Rutherford B. Hayes mm-hmm. and Franklin Pierce and James K. Polk <laughs> and Millard Fillmore <laughs> and Warren G. Harding. Well, see, Pierce is one of the ones I, I wrote, actually. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So for all the fillers all the filler presidents this beer is for you the non <laughs> the non ruckus causers right. if you're not on money we talking to you if you ain't on money we ain't give a fuck <laughs> did you know that mckinley was on the 500 hundred dollar bill no but i didn't know there was a 500 mm-hmm. i knew there was one i just didn't know so. I, don't, I don't actually know if it's mckinley it might be that sounds right i don't know any of this they did away with it yeah it's old money most of the presidents are <laughs> <laughs> So that's mine. Okay. Um, yeah. So I kind of basically just did what I thought they would drink. Okay. Pierce uh, was actually a raging alcoholic. Hell yeah. So so I, I put him down for American Light. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's mean, but that's right. <laughs> oh, it, it's it's on the money. Oh, yeah. That's any port in a storm drinking, so yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pat my own back on that one. I've tried that swill before, actually. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, we all have. It's half terrible. Half a can. I split a can with somebody. And, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, to date might be my lowest rating on Untapped, actually. I think I gave it a quarter. <laughs> nice. I drank it pre-untapped, so... <laughs> yeah, same here. I, I actually, the one time I drank American Light, it was actually in a frat house when I was in college. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I was at my friend's house. She's an optometrist. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> was not not frat boy stuff. Um, FDR. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I kind of figured FDR would go for something barrel-aged. Okay. Just because he had such a strong love of scotch and brandy, and he was actually pro-alcohol. He was against prohibition, so he would definitely go that route. Andrew Johnson, I went with Delirium Tremens for being shit-faced at his own inauguration. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But also because he actually didn't drink. Really? Yeah, he wasn't really a drinker, so uh, that was why he ended up shit-faced, because he had no idea how the alcohol was going to affect him. (laughs) He wasn't feeling well, and it was kind of a, here, drink this, this will help to get through the night, and instead, um, he he was trashed, and, and yeah, if you ever listen to Hardcore History, they tell a great story about Johnson, and... uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm lying to you. It's Gin and Tacos. Gin and Tacos has the Andrew Johnson yeah. drunk at his own inauguration story. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So fuck you, Dan Carlin. <laughs> <laughs> no, also not fuck Dan Carlin. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, I read that wrong. <laughs> so that's it. That's all three podcasts I listen to. The one I'm on. The, there you go. Um, and then George Bush, I figured for Shinerbach. Well, George, okay, George W. Bush, mm-hmm. W. specifically, yeah, because his daddy ain't a drinker. 
wasn't, I guess. I guess he kind of died a few months ago. But anyway, um, yeah, I figured him for Shinerbach one, brewed in Texas. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know how the bushes feel about Texas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, then <laughs> basically just a classic American beer. So I figured that one. But that's today, GW. What, what would Jeb? Oh. Jeb, Jeb would want something from Florida. Oh, yeah. Well, I figured mm. Young Day GW would go with Bud Platinum. Probably. Because <laughs> that makes Bud sense. Light or anything or Coors Light is like too lowbrow for somebody whose dad can buy them out of stuff. Right. But also like strong enough and easy going down enough that you could, you know, maybe get a DUI or two with them. Yeah. Bud so. Platinum and a tutor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So and and you know they both go good with pretzels and we know he likes pretzels. Yeah. Yeah. Just inhales them. <laughs> <laughs> that You're, joke had a fuse. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. So that was my mentality. So I obviously took this in the wrong direction, no. except for FDR because he would definitely have brewed anything barrel aged. He would have gone strong and and robust and. I would recommend the Fireside Chat by Twenty First <laughs> Amendment. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. If you're looking for presidential beers, <laughs> yeah, they have a whole bunch, and then Yards has a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Very specifically, Yards, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Yards they kind of try to replicate old recipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have uh, what is it, Poor Richard's Tavern Ale, which is like a spruce ale mm-hmm. for uh, Ben Franklin. Yes. Yeah, obviously not a president. But a, no, not a president. Well, that's a good a, beer. He is a money man. Yeah. See, if I thought about Ben Franklin a little bit, something. Frambois-ish. Something French? Something French, yeah. Something French. Something yeah. Frenchy. Hey, you like to get into that French shit, man. And those French women. Well, yeah, pretty much. Guys, I gotta go on another trip. Hey, you don't, Ben. Stay. No, no, it's fine. No, no, I'll go over there and talk to them about listen, something. Listen, you've got your stove, you've got your bifocals, you've got your mail. I'll be back. Look, Eans, guys, I made you them bifocals. I'm gonna go to Wawa, get a hug. I'm gonna wow. take the boat over. You just made Pennsylvania a lot smaller than it actually is. <laughs> if I ever go to Philadelphia and hear somebody say yins, I'm leaving. Yeah. I, yeah <laughs> I'm I made, out. I made a whoops. <laughs> uh, you want to hear a really quick funny Philly story? Yes. So mm-hmm. my mom um, my mom ha- was in the Army, so she's actually been other places, but I think sometimes she just forgets she's been other places than Pittsburgh. <laughs> and so we're in downtown Philly. She had never been there before. And for some reason, we're walking everywhere we went. And we went to a bus stop because she, we're walking past a bus stop. And she wanted to know how far away New Jersey was. So this guy, she asked this guy, a random dude at a bus stop, how far away is New Jersey? And he's like, oh, it's over the bridge. And my mom's like, oh, which bridge? And he's like, the bridge? <laughs> the big one? And she's like, yeah, but which one? He's like, the bridge like and he like can't wrap his head around this like this guy cannot figure out like what my mom is asking and my mom cannot wrap her head around the fact that there's just one bridge because i guess when you have like over 700 of them one bridge is just like it's a bit of a landmark yeah. in philly they have smaller Which minor ones but the one bridge. The bridge great draft house under that bridge by the way hmm. yeah i can't remember the name of it but i know it's there Huh. I think there's a Dave and Buster's down there too. Is there? I think so. Not a huge. You're thinking of the. You're thinking of that Pittsburgh Bridge again. Yeah, that, there's a Dave and Buster's under a Pittsburgh there Bridge. Is, that's true. <laughs> I don't even know what is that bridge called now. It's not the high level anymore. They changed mm, it. I don't know. Uh, is it just the Homestead Bridge? Now? I thought it was the Homestead Grays Bridge. It is. Mm. You're right. It's the mm. Homestead Grays. Okay. In honor of the Homestead Grays. There you go. Yes. Yeah. 
Makes sense. Yes. Which are old, like all these dead presidents. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking about Ben Franklin going to the U old Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> going to the U old Wawa. I'm gonna get me a water ice and I'm gonna oh, take the boat <laughs> take the boat over. Why is ben Franklin of a Pittsburgh accent. I have questions. That's a mid Atlantic accent. <laughs> eh. Yeah. It's got it. It's a, it's a it, it all kind of fits. He's it, over it, there in Orange County. It goes with that accent goes as long as you don't say yins. That's how I mess it up. Johns. Yeah, Johns. Johns. Tan. No, Johns. Johns is their Johns. everything word in Philadelphia. Johns. Yeah. Johns. J a w n s. That's Johns. why it's in the Shannon Creek. It's a person. It's a pronoun. Oh. It's. I mean, it's just an all-encompassing word. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Yep. Today I learned. That's how. That's how you fit in. You gotta say Johns and you gotta say water. Johns water. Yeah. Johns want some water. but yeah the mid-atlantic accent encompasses philly pittsburgh baltimore and delaware you can do all that and (laughs) delaware if you you can master that you can say i'm gonna take it i'm taking amtrak going down to rehoboth (laughs) i would go as far to say parts of west virginia also probably you're gonna catch like the harper's ferry stuff in charlestown yeah yeah not charleston not charleston charlestown learn your history there's a battle there yeah. <laughs> there you go there's your presidents there's your mid-atlantic accent usages <laughs> and that wraps us right back into this peppercorn saison mm-hmm. by from dc stars from dc <laughs> where there were presidents and satanism and yeah that is just bizarre i really hell the devil <laughs> secretly mm-hmm. satanic <laughs> one third of the show held the devil <laughs> canned on secretly satanic but also canned on the state hmm. cool so oh. What do you guys think of this beer? I uh, I don't I don't know I didn't love it and I think it's because of the style I don't love. All right, I enjoyed it. I did too, actually, a lot. Mm. I thought it was a good drinker. I was hesitant to actually bring it. Yeah, I think I'm it, glad you did. I think it's okay. I don't hate it. It's just I don't know something about it. Not your jam. Yeah, not my jam. That's okay. I've I've had other beers and like I said, this reminded me a little bit more of a wit. Mm-hmm. And I've had beers that were wits with peppercorns. Mm-hmm that were just a little bit better yeah i was gonna say if you did that deliberately it might go mm-hmm. I, like if you if you make a good wit with orange and peppercorn oh boy yeah we yeah, still can... need the coriander coriander's not killing you no it's not, not bad soapy. it's not bad good there you go so i'll take that action Two. do you believe it is time to go to the podium because i believe it is time to go to the podium sure if none of you else podium. have final thoughts no I, I think we covered it quite well okay then ta-da Steve, you go first. Sure. Uh, bronze, I'm going to give it to the three-star Saison, uh, Peppercorn Saison. Like I said, it's, I don't know. Something about it is not gelling with me. I don't love it. So it is bronze. Other people obviously like it, so <laughs> be like other people, I guess. <laughs> uh, silver, I'm going to give to the Atlas Dance of Days, the Citra and Mosaic Pale Ale. It's just a really easy drinker. It's It's a good replacement for lower tier beers i think mm-hmm. like if, if if you're tired of bringing pbr or macro or i don't know something just things that have little to no flavor to them this one actually has flavor it has a nice smell to it you know there was a little bit of bitterness on the back end but that doesn't bother me at all because it nowhere near approaches things that i've had in the ipa realm <laughs> and just ruin your palate this one doesn't oh yeah definitely not a palate wrecker yeah absolutely not so this, this you know 
that's why silver goes to the atlas it's just really easy drinking you can take it anywhere take it to a nationals game how about that yeah. <laughs> uh in gold though i'm going to give to the dc brow pen quarter porter it's a really good drinking porter and it has a nice roasty flavor to it and it exemplifies what a porter should be being that it's low in abv at 5.5 percent, and it's not terribly thick like it's not scissor it's not full of adjuncts <laughs> It's, yeah, it's it's not a mess. It's it's a very classic beer with a very nice roasty flavor to it. So it's it goes beyond what you would find in lesser stouts and porters. You know, not to say that Guinness is lesser, but there's more roastiness in this than you would find in a Guinness. So yeah, right, right on. That's my rankings. Okay, okay. Would you like to go, or would you like me to to hit it? Um, I can. Okay, go for it. Uh, exact opposite. Oh. Yeah. So um, the Pen Quarter Porter, but nothing was bad. Let me start there. Nothing was bad. The Pen Quarter Porter, for the fact that it was supposed to be somewhat stoutish, I didn't think that it was. And I also didn't really think that it was robust. It was a good porter, but it was almost a generic porter. Kind of just, I don't know, just your everyday, any day porter didn't stand out to me i guess so that's my bronze and then the atlas dance of days is going to be my silver because uh i don't know it was good it wasn't overpowering by any means i could definitely drink a few of them and and feel okay about it but it just kind of reminded me of like a cool relaxing summer day just chilling out and having a beer and I actually really like the peppercorn saison. Um, if I had any gripe about it, it would be could use a little bit more peppercorn, but I felt like you caught more of it as it warmed up a little bit. So, uh, yeah, three stars brewing peppercorn saison is going to be my gold. Right on. Uh, for myself, uh, I am going to put the Atlas Dance of Days in the bronze medal position. <gasps> to the surprise of no one. I get it. I'm just not going to get it. Yes, it's a, a well-crafted beer. It's just not for me. Uh, if there are certain situations that arise that I'll drink it or that I'm going to drink it, yeah, I'll drink it, but I'm not going to seek it out. Yes, it is a good afternoon beer. Yes, it is a good beer while you're weeding your garden to drink it, but I, it's not going to be in my fridge. So for that, it goes in the bronze medal position. Things get a little bit more dicey up in the gold-silver area. Uh, I could go either way. I'll be perfectly honest. But I believe that I'm actually going to put the DC Brown Pen Quarter Porter in the silver medal position. It was a good beer. I liked it. Had good characteristics to it. And there was nothing wrong with it. I thought it was a good beer. I enjoyed it. And I would drink it again. But the three stars, uh, the Peppercorn Saison, that is the the uh, that is the gold medal. Uh, the three stars gets the number one star. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised by this. I didn't think it was going to come through that well, I'll be perfectly honest. I, I wasn't expecting much, but no, it was good. It was pleasant. It had a good sweetness to it. Uh, I was a little afraid with that coriander coming through. It didn't. I liked it. So for that, it goes in the gold medal position. Cool. Well, then, I think that's DC Beers for the week. We did it. We get to check another one off the list. Yay. Thanks, DC. Yes. And thanks, Katie, for bringing us beers from yes. D.C. Of course. Yes. Katie, our field reporter. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to find us and listen to new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, just search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher, including Stitcher, Podbean, Google Music Play. Nope, it's Google Podcasts now. Mm-hmm. Why has everybody got to change things? I don't know. <clears throat> Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. And that's twice of what three-star brewing is. Yay. Math checks? Yes, math checks. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I got basic math. I saw you scribbling in your well, notebook. Yeah, we went why. to school pre-Common Core, so... <laughs> right, I don't have Common Core. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Strangely, I actually learned Common Core in college. Really? really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Why? It, I don't know. It, I don't know. For whatever reason, they thought I was a remedial math student. Oh. <laughs> Weird. And, and they put me in this, uh, it, it, was, it wasn't common core per se, but it was all about learning how to do practical math in your head. Oh. They had a college course for that? Mm-hmm. Interesting. That way, you, that way everything that you, like doing tips and doing like any kind of multiplication, and I think it was up to like minor algebra. Oh. Okay. Being able to do all of that up in your head rather than fucking around on paper oh all right yeah actually i can see some serious applications for that mm-hmm. yeah it, it actually really does it, yeah. it's, it wasn't a bad course it did help me i know it sounds like like, <laughs> yeah. like i'm explaining like a dummy course but yeah that sounds like a greendale kind of thing it's actually yeah. yeah see we're old because we all had math teachers that said you're gonna have to learn this because you're not always gonna have a calculator in your mm-hmm. pocket mm-hmm. and guess what math teachers you're wrong snip snap yeah snip snap gotcha (laughs) (laughs) steve jobs got your ass bitch (laughs) thank you apple (laughs) all right yeah that's it i'm good okay episode 103 in the books we'll be back with episode 104 and that will be something else (laughs) (laughs) not this episode but a different episode yes that is 104 and actually 104 not accidental 104 right we hope (laughs) <laughs> look, look, we didn't come in with a bang. I don't think we should go out with one. <laughs> bang. Hey, let me throw one in there, Denise.